From NPR and WNYC, this is Ask Me Another. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, your host for another hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. And I'm house musician Jonathan Colton, and this is an Ask Me Another Favorites episode consisting entirely of music games. And when I say favorites, I mean the games that our producers chose and are making us do. (laughs) Well, that's because they have too many favorites. There are too many favorites because we have you, Jonathan, as our house musician, and you are unbelievably talented. You can play any kind of music game. Oh, well, thank you. That's very kind. And by the way, you're welcome. The thing about music trivia games that is a little bit tricky is not everybody has the same collection of musical knowledge in their heads. Right. They can be really, really specific, sometimes based on age. Like I found out recently, a lot of 20-year-olds have never slow danced to Duran Duran Save a Prayer. What? I know. I, what is, it's inexcusable. But at the other end, my 85-year-old mother loves Lady Gaga. So oh, really? There is hope then. There's exceptions all over the place. So when you need some middle ground, you can always turn to someone like the Fab Four. And of course, I'm talking about The Beatles. In this first game, inspired by The Beatles, our puzzle guru Art Chung gets in on the action with contestants Alexis Howe and Michael Tarasovic. (laughs) Welcome to you both. Alexis, you are a tax lawyer and you're an indie pop band? That is true. What is the name of your uh, tax company? No, what is the name of your band? It's Hearts Attack. It's, It's that twee. Hearts Attack? There's an exclamation point in the middle. Oh, and is the heart just a heart with an S? That's the whole logo. Oh, I love it. Get the t-shirts online. Michael, you're a Spanish teacher, but have you ever been in a band? I have talked about being in a lot of bands. Yeah, that counts. Uh, One of which was actually called Shark Attack, kind of like Hearts Attack. Michael, what would you be playing? Guitar or singing or just like making stuff up. (laughs) Excellent. Well, our next quiz is titled With the Beatles. Jonathan, I don't know why you say goodbye when I say hello. Yeah, I I always say hello to you when you say hello to me. I don't know why you say I say goodbye when you say hello. In this game, we've tweaked the lyrics of Beatles songs so that they refer to notable historical figures. So ring in at the end of each song and tell me which historical figure I am singing about. Here come old stovetop, he got blue coat armies he likes Emancipation, he wants one whole nation, he said Surrender now, generally One thing I can tell you is they've got to be free Michael? Abraham Lincoln? Abraham Lincoln is correct (laughs) Beatles are very proud right now Once made a scream, or should I say, it once made me. I painted it good, now it is framed in Norwegian wood. Alexis. Edvard Munch. Edvard Munch. Extra yes. credit for the pronunciation, yes. He painted it good. <laughs> I, painted it good. I painted it good. <laughs> Words are flowing out my mouth and fill my Cosmos TV show. They slither wildly as I teach you all about the universe. Jai Guru Deva. Oh, billions and billions. 
billions of stars Billions and billions of stars Alexis. Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan is correct. You're getting better all the time I used to help treat soldiers' wounds The Crimean War, they balloon. I wrote what I learned, better or worse I taught you how to be a nurse You have to admit, you're getting better A little better, all the time Alexis? Florence Nightingale. Yes! I know that, you know, you guys feel like we're doing something to you specifically when playing this game, but we are actually doing a lot to you, Jonathan Colton. We're <laughs> yes, doing yes. a lot to you. Uh, I, I was joking in the rehearsal. We should call this game Sorry, Beatles. <laughs> Remember your songs? Look what we did to <laughs> them. Say you want a revolution. Well, you know, we're going to bring Batista down. Tell me it's Marxist collusion Well, you know Me and Castro run this town now If you want an insurgency in Bolivia Can't think of a word that rhymes with Bolivia Alexis Che Guevara Yes, you're right (laughs) I added the oh, suspense. I know, it was nice, yeah. He's not just a face in an ironic t-shirt, yeah. is he? No, he's also an Real answer. dude. Turns out, real dude. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I just thought it was like the hat. It was just look, look good. It was mostly about the hat. <laughs> it's a thrilling story about a busy guy. He can't leave the firm or he's gonna die. He was played in the movie by a man named Cruz. I make a ton of dough because I want to be a paperback writer. Michael. John Grisham? Yes. Art, how did they do? Uh, The winner is Alexis. Have no fear, we're about to dumb it down here a little bit. And I'm sure our (laughs) next two contestants are excited about that. We have Noel Camacho and Peter Hoffman, and I believe they can handle that. Let's find out. They are behind their puzzle hot seats, although they're standing, so it's more like puzzle hot spots. Noel, uh, you have some big things that you do with your life. As long as there are no follow-up questions. Yes, yes, I do. All you have to say is yes. <laughs> Biomedical engineer, that sounds like uh, something you tell people so they don't ask you any more questions because they'll just feel dumb. Is that right? It turns out it works pretty well. <laughs> I'm with a company that's developing tactile printers for the blind. That's amazing. Peter Hoffman, are you uh, developing any tactile printers for the blind? <laughs> you know, as, as often as I can. It's not your first time on public radio. This isn't, no. I was on uh, Small Things Considered. When you were a child? Yes, when oh, I was a child. That's I was adorable. six or seven. Well, we are happy to have you both. Jonathan, what are we playing? This is a musical game. It is an homage to a long-ago time, the summer of 2012. It's called Call Me MB. (laughs) And it's based on the Carly Rae Jepsen song that you could not escape from in 2012, Call Me Maybe. 
So we have rewritten the lyrics to that song to be about famous people with the initials MB. Oh, dear. Contestants, ring in when you know the answers. I like to eat, can you tell? Italian fare's what I sell. Did Iron Chef stuff as well? No, I own Italy. Mario Batali? That's right. I'm in the Toy Hall of Fame. Your board games all have my name. From Candyland's Fruited Plain to Sunken Battleships. Peter? Milton Bradley? That is right. My saddle's blazing, anxiety's raising, space balls was amazing. It's springtime for Hitler, baby. <laughs> Peter? Mel Brooks. That's right. Hey, I'm from New York, was on the OC. I'm in the tabloids, just look for MB. I don't think Mike Bloomberg was on OC, but... <laughs> It's not. It's a fantastic guess, though. Yeah, thanks for the question that we uh, had in our back pocket. No, no I'm just no. kidding. You're good. You're good. Noel, do you have a, a, a guess for that? Here's a hint. I don't know who this is. <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> Anyone out there? Misha Barton. Oh, it's a girl. Misha Barton. The 80s loved me. My mane is curly. No ballad could be too much for MB. Noel? Michael Bolton? Yes. Oh, yeah. Are you a fan? Michael Bolton fan? I like Office Space. I do, too. I was going to say the same thing. Tea parties voting for this Minnesotan. I'm no Sarah Palin, but we have the same haircut. Peter? Michelle Bachman. That's right. Can I say that again with a more Yiddish accent? Yeah, I love that Michelle you made Bachman. her a little uh, Jewish. Michelle Bachman. <laughs> Back in the 90s, I was huge. They called me scary. They called me scary. They called me scary spice. Peter? Mel B? Yeah, wow. Yeah. I've been a bad boy. Don Corleone. Just be my Stella and call me Stanley. Peter? Uh, Brando? Yes, Marlon, Marlon Brando. Brando. There you go. <laughs> Noel, you were a fantastic contestant. Congratulations, Peter. Okay, Jonathan, I think we could use a little Joko brilliance to quiet the earworm that that game has recreated in my head yes, from I know. 2012. It has actually forced out of my head the song that I was going to play. <laughs> Now I remember what it is. Just playing this chord helped me remember it, because I'm a professional musician. I know you are. This is a, a song that I thought would be thematically related to that song. This is another song about making a telephone call, which apparently is a popular subject for popular songwriters. This is by Blondie. Color me your color, baby. Color me your color. Color me your color, darling. I know who you are. Come up off your color chart I know where you're coming from Call me on the line Call me, call me any, any time Call me, I'll arrive You can call me any day or night Call me 
Thank you. Jonathan Colton. Coming up in this special Ask Me Another Musical Favorites episode, we ask you, our listeners, to write the updated lyrics to Cole Porter's classic, You're the Top. But just like Beyonce's bottom, you're the top. (laughs) Stick around. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. Hey, thanks for listening to Ask Me Another. There are lots of other NPR podcasts, including great interviews, highlights from this week's news, storytelling, and entertainment. So browse them all on iTunes under podcasts. Welcome back to Ask Me Another. I'm Ophira Eisenberg. And I'm Jonathan Colton. And this hour, we're reliving some of our favorite musically-themed trivia, puzzles, and word games. That's right. And a lot of the time, our music games are like the ones we've just played, sort of name-that-tune style. But there are many other kinds of games that we play. In these next three, we get a little bit clever and disguise word games as songs. We have our contestants sing and clap along, and we search to find the best lyricist in our crowd. Can we do it? This first game is called Triple Word Score, and joining our band is puzzle guru John Chinesky. And we've got our next two contestants, John Early and David Schmidt. Two fascinating guys. John teaches at Science Camp. Very much so, yeah. What do you teach specifically at Science Camp? Well, today we made egg drops. Basically, you just drop eggs off buildings, and I find... (laughs) I find an excuse to do it, so there we go. It teaches (laughs) physics or something. That sounds very fun. Now, David, you grew up in Colonial Williamsburg? Oh, yeah. In Colonial? 1774. (laughs) (laughs) How did that affect your life? Well, uh, there's lots of pictures of me wearing short short pants with stockings. (laughs) No. Buckles on my shoes. Um, I know how to churn butter. This game is about words that get repeated three times. The word nerds in our audience will know this as the literary device epizuxis, which is repetition of a word for rhetorical effect, effect, effect. (laughs) So, John, will you give us an example of this, please? Yes, an example of epizuxis. If we said Beyonce had her first number one hit in 1999 with Destiny's Child, thanks to what song about trifling men who cannot repay debts, the answer would be bills, bills, bills. Got it? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I grew up in 1774. (laughs) It's going to be hard for you. Yeah. (laughs) We do recommend that if you are a time traveler, you not come on our show. (laughs) Uh, So ring in when you know the answer. In nursery rhymes, what is the preferred method for getting a boat gently down the stream? David. Merrily, merrily, merrily. I'm sorry, that is actually, technically, that is not a method for getting a boat down a stream. That is just a description of how you might do it. John, do you, do you have a... What is row, row, row? That's right. Except that we are not on Jeopardy, so you don't... This is interesting. One contestant's from a different time and one's on a different show. Can I use a lifeline after this? No. All right, this is a, a musical clue. Uh, complete the lyrics with a three-word phrase featuring epizuxis. This is a song from the past and, David, from your future. 
Well, she got her daddy's car and she cruised through the hamburger stand now. Since she forgot all about the library like she told her old man. And with the radio blasting, she goes cruising just as fast as she can now. And she'll have... David? Fun, fun, fun. You got it. An episode of Seinfeld helped popularize what repetitive saying used to gloss over the details of a story. David. Yada, yada, yada. That's right. The Muppets character known as the Swedish chef punctuates his usual gibberish with what three-word catchphrase? John. Verdi, verdi, voo. Verdi, verdi, voo? Verdi, verdi, voo. Well, again, those are not all three the same word. Uh, David, do you want to take a crack at this one? Not at all. Anyone out there? Bork, bork, bork. Here's another musical clue. To everything, blah, blah, blah. There is a season, blah, blah, blah. And a time for every purpose under heaven. David. Uh, turn, turn, turn. You got it. All right, this is your last clue. The title of what 1970 movie about the attack on Pearl Harbor translates literally from the Japanese as Tiger, Tiger, Tiger? David. Torah, Torah, Torah. That's right. John Chinesky, how'd they do? The winner, surprise, 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 is David from Williamsburg. Congratulations, David. Uh, Jonathan, I have a question for you. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to tell you something. Okay. It could embarrass you. Oh, I'm used to that. Uh, I recently found out that in college, you were involved uh, in some very questionable activities. I was young. Yeah. By that, I mean acapella groups. Yes. You were part of something called the Wizard Poofs or Uh, something? No. They were not called the Wizard Poofs. That's a ridiculous name. (laughs) They were called the Whiffen Poofs. I'm proud of my acapella heritage. (laughs) Oh, audience. (laughs) But that's great, because our next game is about Cole Porter, who, like you, was also a member of Yale University's Whiff and Poofs. Is that real? Come on. So what we've done is a little game we're calling Pin It Like Porter. We've asked our audience to rewrite a few lines of Porter's classic, but with modern references. In fact, we've asked them to rewrite these lines. Jonathan, would you like to help me out? Yes, you can tell how dated these are. You're the top, you're Mahatma Gandhi. Who? Who? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're the top, you're Napoleon Brandy. I've heard of that. You're the purple light of a summer night in Spain. No, that doesn't happen. You're the National Gallery, you're Garbo's salary. You're cellophane. Which, apparently, that was an exciting thing. (laughs) Yeah, if that's a compliment, right? Things have changed. You're sublime. You're a turkey dinner. Hooray. You're the time of a derby winner. That's fast. I'm a toy balloon that's faded soon to pop. But if, baby, I'm the bottom, you're the top. You're the top, yeah. All right. So... So 
While we've been busy playing games, our producer has chosen the best two Porter rewrites in our audience. Jonathan will sing each set of lyrics, and then we'll ask you, our studio audience, to vote by applause. Who penned it like Porter the best? Who's the top? Are you ready? Well, I'm ready. Uh, we need to uh, call these uh, these two contestants up to the stage so that we may properly judge and shame you. Uh, is there a, a Nancy Taubenslag in the audience? Come on up, Nancy. The other one is Samantha Hennig. Are you here, Samantha? Nancy and Samantha. Let's hear them kind of like Porter. Okay. So uh, I'm going to play, uh, Nancy, I'm going to play yours first, okay? Are you ready? You're the top. You're the iPhone Siri. You're the top. You're the Big Bang Theory. You're the mega dough earned from J.K. Rowling's words. You're Blue Ivy's mama. Oh, eight Obama. You're Angry Birds. You're Elite. You're Cy Twombly's scribble. You're the heat. Jeremy Lin's dribble. I'm a budget bill stuck on Capitol Hill. I'll flop. But if, baby, I'm the bottom, you're the top. That's pretty good. A little that is great. Blue Ivy is in there? Yes, I, I had to look that up myself. Uh, Blue Ivy is Beyonce's daughter, apparently. Uh, okay, Samantha, are you ready for, for your judgment? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. This is, uh, this is Samantha. You're the top. You're the Gates Foundation. You're the top. Your job creation. Your suburban comfort. Two cars and a deck. You're a good Gaussian gallery. You're Romney's salary adjusted to pre-tax break dollars. You're Nanotech. You're the bomb. You're a Whole Foods dinner. You're the song of an idle winner. I am backed up hot and faded soon to drop. But just like Beyonce's bottom, you're the top. That is the last line to remember. That is the last line. Yes, indeed. It's funny how both of them reference Beyonce. She is hot. (laughs) She is hot. All right, audience. Uh, So it's time for you to weigh in and pick who is the top. Both incredible entries. So let's hear it right now for Nancy, our first... Showered in praise. Okay, and how about for Samantha? Okay, I think our audience has picked. That was very close, but I think it's Nancy. So congratulations, Nancy. Buddy, baby, I'm the bottom. You the Let's have a round of applause for Mary Rose DeLal. Hi, Mary. And Bryce Gilliard. Hi, Bryce. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Ask Me Another. Now, Mary, you're an actual real New Yorker. Born and raised. Yes, ma'am. This is genuine Brooklyn accent. Genuine Brooklyn accent. <laughs> is Brooklyn your favorite of all the boroughs? Well, Do you have a well I, I'm a native New Yorker. Yeah. I was born and bred in Brooklyn. I went to 
college in Staten Island for four years, grad school in the Bronx for four years, lived in Manhattan 19 years, and lost my virginity in Queens one night. <laughs> she wins. I know, but the interesting thing is she never returned to Queens. <laughs> Excellent. I'm happy to have you. Now, Bryce, you write about interior design and you style rooms for photo That's shoots? That's what I do. That's an yes. amazing job. So I love, I, love the, I, I love paint colors, all the crazy you know, names that they try to give these colors to get people interested. What is the in color right now? Pale avocado. Pale avocado. <laughs> I understand because normal avocado is a little much. Right? That is just glaring yeah. off the walls. No. Pale is romantic. Pale is romantic. Mmm. Kind of <laughs> soupy green. I understand. <laughs> All right, so this is a game called Happy and You Know It. Jonathan, what is this about? Well, I'm sure everyone remembers the children's song that teaches you that if you are happy and you are also aware of that fact, (laughs) you should demonstrate that by clapping your hands. Right, it separates the uh, Paxil people from the Ritalin people. (laughs) That's right. That's right. If, if you are sad, do not clap your hands. <laughs> you don't, you just don't even There's no reason to clap your hands if you are sad. Uh, so in this game, we're going to give you clues to things, and I'm going to sing you those clues to the tune of If You're Happy and You Know It. Uh, because I was a music major in college. I can do this. Uh, so, Afira, we're going to try this one out to demonstrate to them. Uh, uh, see if you can guess what this is. If you're a mammal and you know it, clap your hands. If you're from Africa and you know it, clap your hands. If your long neck is the key to eating leaves up in a tree. It's the example, but I'm glad you're excited and enthusiastic. It's the only answer I'll know. Yo, you sell yourself short, Mary. The answer to this one, and you get to sing it. If I'm a giraffe and I know it, clap my hands. Yes. Yes, All right, right, so contestants, you're going to ring in when you know the answer, but Jonathan will likely keep playing because it's very difficult to stop a happy man. <laughs> and you will need to ring in and, yes, sing the answer as the last line. Audience, you will not be singing along. I know you'll want to, but you may clap. Please clap. And then after each ditty, we'll both ask you a follow-up question. Either of you can ring in for it about uh, whatever I feel like. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Excellent. If you're a hairstyle and you know it, clap your hands If you're shaped on either side, clap your hands If it's in a line and not a chunk And you can tell folks you're really punk If you're a mohawk and you know it, clap your hands Yes! (laughs) Correct! So when we're talking about mohawks, the first person that should spring to mind, if you're a certain age, <laughs> is the former A-Team star, Mr. T. Oh. Okay, relax. <laughs> you don't know what the question is yet. It's a little bell crazy right now. People, right? people get a little twerked up, up on, on stage. That happens. <laughs> Mr. T had a short-lived reality show in which he traveled across America giving motivational advice. What was the name of the show? which was named after his famous catchphrase. No, you want, you want me to go to the audience? <laughs> wow. Both, both say no. All right, audience. I pity the fool. I pity the fool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if 
you're a dessert and you know it, clap your hands. If you're ricotta-based and you know it, clap your hands. More valued than a gun in a mobster's hit and run. I believe that was Mary Rose. If I'm a cannoli and you know it, clap your hands. Yes. Yes, a cannoli. Cannolis came to us from Italy, specifically the island of Sicily. Another popular Italian dessert is Neapolitan ice cream, named after the city in Naples. What are the three traditional flavors found in Neapolitan ice cream? Rice, chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Yes. Correct. <laughs> If you're an organ and you know it, clap your hands. Be careful. If you're in a pear and you know it, clap your hands. If your neighbor is the spleen and you're also a type of bean. Bryce? If you're a kidney and you know it, clap your hands. Yes, kidney! And if your neighbor is a spleen, you have the worst neighbor ever. That is a loud, venting neighbor. What Stephen Songheim musical features Mrs. Lovett's highly suspect version of steak and kidney pies? Contestants, not sure? No? All right, audience? Sweet Todd! Sweet Todd! Yes, okay, that's all yeah. right. We've got a couple more for you. If you're plastic and you know it, clap your hands. If you're an odd utensil and you know it, clap your hands. If you look just like a fork that has eaten too much pork. Bryce? If you're a spork and you know it, clap your hands. Yes, spork is correct. Now, the word spork is a portmanteau word, a combination of the word spoon and fork. What trademark invention is a portmanteau of the French words for velvet and hook? which is a good description of the product. It's a combination of the French words for velvet hook. The old hook. velvet hook, they used to call it. <laughs> Back in the day. Back in the day. You just have to do things with what's, that. What's that? The old velvet hook? <laughs> Bryce? Bryce. Velcro? Yes, Velcro! Velcro. <laughs> All right, what do we have here? Okay. Turns out our winner for this round is Bryce. Congratulations. After the break, we'll see how well Fugazi rocker Ian Mackay knows his punk music when Jonathan plays his version. If you would, uh, name the song. I am an antichrist. I am an anarchist. Don't know what I want, but I know how to get it. Do we jump in on destroy this? <laughs> kind of harsh in my mellow there, Ian. Because <laughs> I want to be anarchy. I'm Ophira Eisberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another.
is Ask Me Another, and you are tuning in to our musical favorites episode. I'm your host, Ophira Eisberg, and with me is our one-man house band, the man who really makes the good music happen, Jonathan Colton. Oh, thanks. We took the show on the road to D.C., where we got a bona fide punk rock legend to join us, Ian Mackay, the man behind the band's Minor Threat, Fugazi, and the Evens. And we figured why not throw him into the puzzle ring with music editor and general know-it-all, NPR's own Stephen Thompson. Welcome back, Ian. Welcome, Stephen, to Ask Me Another. Now, this is not a random pairing, having the two of you up here. Uh, you go way back, as it turns out, through a connection through your mother, Ian? Yeah, well, Stephen used to work for The Onion. He was the AV editor at The Onion, which was... it's a Well, he's from Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin, yeah, wasn't Madison, it? Wisconsin. Yeah, Madison, Wisconsin. It was a very funny... <laughs> Somebody here is either from Madison, Wisconsin, or knows where it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excitement all around. That's, but anyway, he, they, he was an editor there and interviewed me. And at some point, I guess you did the book. Mm-hmm. Maybe my interview appeared in the book. I asked for a copy from my mom. And I guess she wrote you a letter, did she? She did. I, started, I got this letter out of the blue from, uh, from Ginger Mackay. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, which, which, which I'm like, oh, you know, that's, that's, that's a vaguely familiar name. And, and flip it over. And it's this absolutely lovely thank you letter for this book. And so I just, every time The Onion put out a book, I would send a copy to Ian's mom. (laughs) Which is, it's weird. I actually don't particularly care for Ian. (laughs) (laughs) And I can say the same about you. (laughs) Now, I'm going to ask you this, Ian. Uh, What is punk? Does it still exist today? Uh, Since I think of punk as the free space, Mm -hmm. which means a place where new ideas can be presented without being dictated by profit motives, punk will never die. That's the thing about punk. So it may not be called punk, but you know, I think that in the history of music, actually all cultures, all different forms of expression, whether you're talking about, you know, jazz, blues, rock and roll, hip hop, folk, all these things, they're all punk in their own way, in their beginnings. It's only when they become commercialized and co-opted that they lose that kind of decisive, like, wow, something is really occurring here. So it may not be called punk, but it will always exist. Punk won. That's what I can say. You know, it changed. And in fact, I would even say that this show, in a way, like this, like there's a certain component to the show that really comes straight out of this idea of approaching presentation in a really alternative way that has keeps parlaying over and over and over. Trust me, this show is the biggest risk NPR has ever taken. <laughs> I <I'm>, uh... <laughs> All right, so I have to ask you, are you both ready to take and ask me another challenge? Sure. Yes. All right. Jonathan Colton, I understand you've brushed up on your punk repertoire? I did, yes. But honestly, as a singer, I'm much more of a sensitive Dan Fogelberg type. (laughs) Uh, What's going to happen is you're going to have to identify the punk and punk-influenced songs that I will be playing, but they may not sound the way you're used to hearing them. After each clue, Afira will ask for a follow-up trivia question that may or may not have anything to do with the song. Who knows what it will be. And you guys have agreed to play as a team. If you guys get enough right, then Marilyn Stark from Herndon, Virginia, will win a special Ask Me Another prize. And uh, Marilyn is a big fan of yours, Ian, and also, coincidentally, the mother of one of our contestants and Holsinger. If we foul this up, if we don't do this for her, I'll double it. (laughs) Two tote bags. All right. If you would, uh, name the song. 
I am an antichrist. I am an anarchist. Don't know what I want, but I know how to get it. Do we jump in on this? The <laughs> kind of harsh in my mellow there, Ian. Because <laughs> I want to be anarchy. Uh, you know, I, I think you probably know this, Ian, but, uh, but it's anarchy in the UK. That is correct, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Ian, for letting me take the really easy one. (laughs) Here's your follow-up trivia question. Speaking of the Antichrist, you just might be the Antichrist if you have a 666 birthmark on your skull like a creepy boy named Damien in what 1976 horror film? That is correct. How you get a rude and a reckless Don't you be so crude and a Feckless, you've been drinking brew for breakfast. The title goes here. <laughs> Is that a real song? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it seems like a Stephen one for me, so. Oh, come on. See, the thing is, I don't uh, know anything, or, and I am not good at anything. <laughs> So I'm not entirely sure uh, that I'm, the, that I'm the, the best helper with this one. We might need to consult the audience. Anybody in the audience know the answer? Rudy can't fail, that's right. Let's say you do with your follow-up question. Oh, okay. Surprisingly, what Rudy did fail to win the 2008 Republican presidential primary <laughs> in Florida and thus ended his presidential run the next day? Sore loser. Giuliani. Giuliani. Yes, you are correct. All right, we're looking for the song title here. We've got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. All our friends are going to hang out here We're gonna pass out on the couch all right tonight. Just do the ending of that again. That was so nice. <laughs> and just make your mouth go sideways again. Tonight. A <laughs> uh, TV party. TV party is right. That song is by Black Flag. Black Flag is also the name of an insecticide brand that's been around since 1833. One of their most famous products is what insect trap where bugs check in, but they don't check out. You want to, I know the Roach Motel. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Apropos of that, yeah. there was a band from Florida called Roach Motel. Oh the yeah, the ladies, a, a punk band. Yeah, so it was a theme. <laughs> the dead we're, bugs. We're covering all things that kill bugs. Yes. Bite my lip and close my eyes Take me away to paradise So damn bored I'm going blind I smell like spearmint I've got no motivation Where is my motivation? No time for the motivation Smoking my inspiration Well, it's Green Day. Uh Uh-huh. Is that Basket Case? What's the... No, it's the other one. I'm terrible with titles. 
I'm so bad with titles, and they don't say like basket queso, basket queso. It's, it makes it a little harder. This actually, I should have said at the beginning. Please name the band for this one. Uh, the band is Green Day. That's right. The song is Longview. Oh. Yes, which was Green Day's first hit single. What does the title Longview refer to? I have no clue. Hmm? I also have no clue. Anyone out there? Everyone's wrong. Uh, Longview, Washington, where the song was first performed in front of an audience. How do you know that? Uh, we have the script. Oh. <laughs> All right, we're just looking for the band on this one. Band in D.C. with a thousand more places to go. I'm gonna swim the Atlantic, cause that's the only place I can go. You, you can't hurt me. Why? I'm banned, banned in D.C. Bad brains. Bad brains, yeah. that's right. Here's your follow-up question. What five-letter word refers to the use of animal brains and other organs as food, and it's a homonym for an adjective that might describe how brains taste? Sweet. Like sweetbreads. No. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Sweetbreads, sweet yes, bread. exactly. Sweetbreads, sweet. No, that is not the word. There's another word we were looking for. However, that might I be worth... I keep spongiform. <laughs> Possible. Give it to me. Uh, it's awful. O-F-F-A-L Awful Which was also my nickname in high school Hey ho Let's go Hey ho Let's go The falling in a straight line (laughs) Go through a tight wind The kids are losing their minds I'm so ingrained I know the band obviously it would be, um, I would say it's Blitzkrieg Bob. That's right. You yeah. got it. The Ramones got their name from what rock star who used to check into hotels using the pseudonym Paul Ramone? Paul McCartney. That is correct. That is our quiz. Congratulations. Wow. Ian, congratulations. Stephen. Thank you. Marilyn Stark is going to receive a special Ask Me Another prize, and let me tell you what that is. It's a Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube. And we have one for you guys as well. Oh, great. Yes. One more round of applause for NPR Stephen Thompson and Ian Mackay. You take the skyway High above the busy little one-way My stupid gloves and hat at night I lie awake Wondering if I'll sleep Wondering if we'll meet out in the street Would you take the sky away? But don't move at all like a subway Got bums when it's cold like any other place It's warm up inside Sitting down and waiting for a ride Beneath the skyway
Jonathan Colton. And of course, no episode would be complete without our Ask Me One More final round. And since this is a favorites show, the people in this round are going to be different from the contestants you just heard. Some new voices coming. Don't panic. Don't write us letters. Just listen. Now we're going to crown this week's grand champion. Let's bring back our winners from all of our former games. From Spoiler Alert, Rosie Yonker. From Put a Bjork in It, Seth Kristenfeld. From The Meow Mix, Bob Sukovich. From Easy as B, C, D, Allison Milosha. From First Name Basis, Rebecca Weintraub. And I'm going to ask our puzzle guru, Art Chung, to crown our winner. A fear of this final round is called our magnum opus. Every answer will be a phrase or proper noun that contains the name of a musical instrument. For example, if I said, it's a narrow type of stemware that you might drink your Dom Perignon out of, you would say champagne flute. We're playing this spelling bee style, so one wrong answer and you're out. You'll only have a few seconds to give us an answer, and the last person standing is our grand winner. Remember, all of the answers will contain the name of a musical instrument. Here we go. Rosie, this Philadelphia icon used to be rung on Independence Day until it cracked. What's the Liberty Bell? That is correct. (laughs) Seth, the USS Cyclops is one of many ships that have disappeared in this cursed zone. Bermuda Triangle. You got it. Bob, this Billy Joel song takes place at 9 o'clock on a Saturday as the regular crowd shuffles in. Piano Man. Right. Allison, it's a cone-shaped snack food by General Mills. Bugle. Bugle. Yes! You got it. (laughs) Rebecca, found in your head, the tympanic membrane is commonly known as this. Eardrum. That's right. Eardrum. Back to Rosie. You participate in this dance by grabbing the shoulders of the person in front of you. Three seconds. Conga. That's correct, a conga line. Rosie pulls that out. Seth, Tevia the Milkman sings If I Were a Rich Man in this musical. Fiddler on the Roof. You got it. Bob, in a hit song, Bob Dylan asks him to play a song for me in the Jingle Jangle Morning. I'll come following you. Mr. Tambourine Man. That's right. Allison, this branch of chemistry specifically studies matter that contains carbon. Rings? No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Rebecca? Organic chemistry? That is correct. Sorry, Allison. Rosie, this video game allows you to rock out in your living room by pressing multicolored buttons that represent frets. Guitar Hero. You got it? That's right. (laughs) Seth, it's the name of Oprah Winfrey's production company. Harpo. That's right. Nicely done. Bob, on this 70s game show, bad performers were thrown off stage after a judge struck a giant metal disc. The gong show. That's right. Rebecca, she was nominated for an Oscar for playing Abilene Clark in The Help. Three seconds. I'm sorry, step aside. Rosie, she was nominated for an Oscar for playing Abilene Clark in The Help. Viola Davis. That's correct. Thank you, Rebecca. (laughs) Seth, located on the tip of Chile, it looks over the Drake Passage. Cape Horn. Wow, correct. (laughs) 
Bob, debuting in 1867, it was America's first fashion magazine. <laughs> Three seconds. Bob Cosmopolitan. Trump. No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Rosie, do you have an idea? Harper's Bazaar. That is correct. <laughs> We are down to Rosie and Seth. Seth, this 2001 movie starring Nicolas Cage revolves around an Italian military officer who loves to play an eight stringed instrument. Captain Corelli's mandolin. That is correct. How many of these do you have?、Uh, good question. We actually just ran out, so we're down to a tiebreaker. There's another high five. Well deserved. All right, here we go. Here's your tiebreaker. This feline YouTube sensation is often seen playing off embarrassed people. Rosie. Keyboard cat. That's right. That's all the time we have for this Music Favorites edition. I hope we got you humming along. And you can join us for a game anytime by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And you can also find us on Facebook or Twitter. Our house musician was Jonathan Colton. Hey, his name anagrams to Thou Jolt a Cannon. Our puzzle gurus were John Chinesky. Oh, heck, ninjas. And Art Chung. Narc, thug. With additional puzzle writing by Jesse Baker, Kyle Beakley, Tamra Federici, James Ramsey, and Dan Schofield. Ask Me Another is produced by Jesse Baker. Jab Seekers. Josh Rogason. Rhinos Jog So. John Asante. Hat No Jeans. And Eleanor Kagan. An Orange Lake. Along with Portia Robertson Migas and Eric Newsom. We are recorded by Paul Ruest, Noriko Akabe, and David Hurtkin. We'd like to thank our home in Brooklyn, New York, The Bell House. Hot Heel Blues. And our production partner, WNYC. I'm her ripe begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Next time on Ask Me Another, it's our holiday puzzle spectacular. We think he was the best Batman. We think he was the best Batman. We don't want a new Batman, even if it's Ben Affleck. Join me, Ophira Eisenberg, with VIPs John Hodgman, AJ Jacobs, and Liz Winstead. Jingle on. You're still listening? All right. There are lots of other NPR podcasts, including great interviews, highlights from this week's news, storytelling, and entertainment. So browse them all on iTunes under podcasts.